0: I FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Well, Yom Kippur, just around the corner, quite a lot of activity one can imagine happening at the Western Wall. And to talk to us about that uh, in more detail, Avi Kay, guide at the Kotel, who joins us every Thursday, but always great to chat to him. Avi, good afternoon to you. Thanks for joining us.
1: Hi, Mark. How are you
0: doing? All good, Abby. All good. Hope you're keeping well. Hope everything's going great at this point in time of the Holy Days for you. Give us the latest on what's happening at the Western Wall.
1: So, Mark, the kotel at the moment feels like the like, half an hour before a major event happens. That's just the feeling that you get while you're there.
0: Okay. There are
1: so many people coming and going um, and at times, there's usually a lull in the late afternoon, not anymore. There are just endless school groups coming, youngsters coming, different youth organizations. And the Kotel has really become the focus of Israeli Jewry mm-hmm. over the last couple of days. And that will continue up until after Sukkot in about two weeks' time. Sure. <clears throat> just a few things that happened that are happening at the moment. First of all, the slichot prayers that happen at midnight. Up to 50,000 people coming. Um, you can start feeling the preparations from eight, nine o'clock in the evening, as people start making their way down, start getting themselves into the mood and into the milieu of of what's going to happen at midnight. And again, a lot of security, but just everybody's calm and everybody's relaxed. And it almost feels like it's a one-way traffic, of everybody coming downhill towards the cartel and collecting over there. And just uh, a few things that happened to me on Wednesday were very, very special. The one was that there are two major youth organizations in Israel. Mm -hmm. One is B'nai Akiva, and the other one is Ezra. And last week, as I was leaving the co vernacular, I had a, t- a, t- a table up, um, an opportunity for people to give charity to donate and I actually gave a 50rand note that somebody had given me there's a concept that when someone travels, you give them some money for charity, and therefore that person becomes a messenger of yours you okay. do a good deed on their behalf and therefore it's meant to be a good omen again, a protection. That you're a messenger for good, and therefore nothing bad should come to you. But I still had this 50 rand note lying in my wallet from two weeks, three weeks ago, and it was very nice to give it to these youngsters and show them South African currency. Okay. But this week, Ezra, not uh, you know, stepped it up a notch. I had their little youngsters running around with a sweet and a little note, just wishing everybody who they came across a shanah tovah a happy and sweet new year. And it was a very nice to see youngsters handing out something, um, with this beautiful little note attached. So that was, that was, to me was, was, was very warming. The other thing is I had the tremendous opportunity to be walking around and I saw a lady walking into the plaza pushing a wheelchair. Um, and the man that she was pushing was clearly out well. His legs were bandaged. His body was in a brace. And he was just looking totally uncomfortable. And mm-hmm. I walked up to him and I said, are oh, you you going to need help getting down to the cartel? And she said, yes, I, I am. I'm not quite sure what to do. And I had the fortuitous merit of taking this man. He had his talit and his tefillin, his prayer shawl, and his prayer phylacteries with him. And he asked me to take him right away to where they put on filling with people at the Chabad stand and he asked someone to help him put in his his own Talit and fill and then he asked me to take him to a corner of the cartel away from everybody. He just sat there in his chair right up against the cartel and there was a man who was broken both physically and emotionally um just pouring his heart out. And Shame, when, when one when one something like this you realise what the cotton means to people. Mm, mm. I don't think it had much to do with the time of year. It just mm. had the, to do with the fact that this man wanted to be in this place. Sure. And in you know, a back, and his wife came to meet us. He, and his wife bent over and he held her and he held her for for a significant amount of time in an embrace. I think they were just both you know overwrought with the, with the gratitude that right. they were able to be there. And again, just very grateful that I was able to be part of that um reunion of this particular individual to his beloved Kotal, where they could come together once mm-hmm. again. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's basically it. You know, all the preparations have happened. Right. The notes have been taken. All all the letters addressed to God in in Israel have been delivered, and now it's really just ready. For the actual day of Yom Kippur, which is going to be Sunday night and Monday, the kotel will be packed from early evening all the way for 24 hours. Can well imagine. Well, pray. Ready. All they're asking for is for peace, for serenity and for hopefully the coming of Mashiach very, very soon. Sure. Is what we pray for at that point three times a day.
0: Avit, uh, something caught my attention today on the, the news uh, rundown. For the first time, a salakot at the Western Wall Plaza has been translated into sign language with the participation of groups of the hearing impaired. This is the first where uh, prayers have been provided for the hearing impaired ever.
1: Absolutely. So that is definitely a first over there. Mm, mm. There's also a guide to the cottel So um, for the for the for the the sitting impaired can come. And they can use a braille book that is there for them to to understand. Um, when I when I first saw it and commented, I was told that um, these days for those who are sighting impaired, there are so many other aids mm-hmm. that they can use. That's why there's not so much around. Right. But at the cartel, and not only at the cartel, in fact, all cities in Israel are going out of their way to do things for the hearing pad and for the sighting pad. For the sure. sighting pad, what they've done at the Kotel is they put um, steel um, strips in certain areas so people can follow them, for example, to the bathroom. And a colleague pointed out to me a few weeks ago that in the middle of the steel strips... There was a dustbin, very nice. That there's a dustbin you and I wouldn't notice sure. that it was in the middle of the pot mm-hmm. of someone who didn't know it was there.
0: Um, <laughs> Avi, sorry, I'm sorry to cut you short. Um, would you mind just staying on the line? We just have to cross over to the news desk for a quick short, uh, a quick uh, short, a quick new, short news update. And if we can just come back and continue the conversation a little while, is that okay with you? Sure, thank you. Okay, Abi, uh, we'll come back to you in a few uh, seconds. That's all it's going to take. Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Well, it's just gone. Half past four, if you've just joined us, welcome to the Afternoon Overdrive on 11.9. Hi FM, I'm Michael McKenna. Joining us on the line is Abi K, a guide to the hotel. We were just talking about uh, how how it looks at the Kotel leading up to Yom Kippur and at this time of prayer. And uh, I broached a question to uh, Avi while rather we're talking about, uh, for the first time, Salakot at the Western Wall Plaza has been translated into sign language with the participation of groups of hearing impaired. Avi, thanks so much for staying on the line. So you were telling us a bit more. You were elaborating on this when we just before we uh, got a quick news update from Kelvin.
1: So I, I just realized as I was listening to you that maybe people actually don't understand what that really means because mm-hmm. how are the prayers related? So just to try and paint the picture, is the Kotel Plaza, the, pl- the, the place in front of the Kotel, all the way to the, to the wall behind it where um, we, we people are usually praying? And then the area behind it, which we refer to as the plaza, where people mingle and people come across and walk across. Yes. All that area, i standing area during the Stikhoff prayers. But okay. on the wall to the left, you're facing the cartel on the wall to the left, and on the wall behind you, there are massive screens. And those screens are used, number one, to show the person who's leading the prayer. But at the same time, the person who's signing the prayer is standing there also and part of that visual. Mm-hmm. So that's how they put it all together. Okay. Um, Talking to individuals, maybe just to end off, I think I did mention it a few weeks ago, but before the, the first augmented reality app for the cartel is out and it recently need to just download the app or if you scan the code and then download the app from there, you can open the app, point your phone at the cartel and it will transport you back 2000 years And through your phone, you'll see what it looked like exactly then. And then you can cheat. On your phone, (laughs) you can go on the wall and get over to the other side and turn it around and really play with it as if you were a proverbial fly over the wall Mm -hmm. and see what's going on and what it all looked like. And just to give you an idea of the magnitude of the second temple, often referred to as Herod's temple, and... Where you would have been standing 2,000 years ago, which is nowhere near where you would have been today, it's many meters down, you would be looking up at the current cotel, so to speak, and you almost would have been dwarfed by the magnitude of wow. the moon.
0: Wow. Avi, very quickly, if I can just steal a few more minutes of your time, um, one can understand, you know, the, how everyone is descending upon that part of the world now. And there are alerts and there are, they said there's advice to everybody as to what they need to be aware of in terms of, you know, uh, attendance times, uh, facilities and, um, well, just general conduct within the, the area of the cartel. Is there anything you'd like to conclude with on that?
1: Yes, I would, and I don't, yes, hi, sorry, um, I was just gathering my thoughts for a second. (laughs) Sorry, I wasn't meant to catch
0: you off guard there.
1: Yeah, I I really don't want to come across as someone who's encouraging people not to attend services. Of course not. But Mm. one really needs to appreciate that there are a lot of people, and nothing more can be done to make it safe for everybody from a security point, from a medical point, from a coordination. It's mm-hmm. absolutely fantastic. But if you're coming with people who are not, you know, fit and healthy and ready to stand for an extended period of time, then rather find the time to come at another time. And again, maybe I'm, I'm in, inappropriate to use such an example, but if you're going to a concert, if you were one of those who would stand in the front an, an hour, two hours before, and then jarve your whole way through the concert, mm-hmm. go to the hotel Enjoy it. But if you people, maybe like myself, would like to go a little bit further back and take a seat and uh, then go at a time where you know it's going to be a little bit more quieter. to More facilities. And it's a lot of easier time to visit.
0: Avi, until we meet again, Gamar Khatima Tova. Excellent, wonderful chatting to you Thank as you. usual. And uh, take care and look forward to your next update on the Kotel. Avi K., guide at the Kotel, joining us just to give us some background as to uh, what to expect during this uh, time of commemoration and reflection.